Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. With Mickey and Minnie, Goofy and Donald Duck, Disney has been a staple in millions of households around the world. But recently, they have seemingly hit full throttle when it comes to the LGBT agenda and putting this and pushing this in front of children's eyes. But what many people do not realize is the fact that Disney has actually had some very, very devilish beginnings all the way back a long time ago. And really to discuss that overall understanding with me today is the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Schimmel. Amen, Chad. Uh, That's uh, truly the case. And we just hope uh, you hang on through the show and you'll learn a whole lot of things that 99.99999% 99.99999% of uh, people don't know, and over 99% of the church doesn't know, that they need to know about Disney and not just what's going on at Disney right now. If you've been following the ministry for some time, uh, you know that our position has been to warn the church about Disney. Long before, now there's all kinds of Christians saying, what has happened to Disney? And we're saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty nefarious, but it's what's been going on with Disney for a long time. Because you see, it's not just sexual perversion that's being promoted by Disney right now that is forbidden as an abomination to God throughout Scripture. But God's Word, in the same list that you see the abominations uh, of of sexual perversion, uh, you'll see uh, abominations of sorcery or magic, which uh, Disney, as the main purveyor of family entertainment for since its inception, has perpetrated upon uh, millions and millions of Christians and, and Americans and now throughout the entire world. And when you go to Revelation chapter 21.8, it talks about uh, those who are involved in porneto, uh, sexual morality will go to the lake of fire. It also mentions those who are involved in pharmakeia or sorcery will go to the same lake of fire in the same verse. And Christians are, you know, in upheaval like, yeah, they're, they're promoting sexual, you know, uh, dysphoria, the, uh, the confusion, uh, homosexuality and so forth, where teachers can just talk to K through three about, I mean, Disney's really up in arms that DeSantis had passed this law and they're ticked off because they want those little kids to be talked to five-year-olds who typically you talk to five-year-olds uh, uh, six-year-olds about you know the ABCs and learning to, learning to read and so forth at that age and you ask them questions about you know what's your favorite color you don't try to get them into pansexuality or get them to wonder if maybe you're homosexual or, or, or maybe uh, if you're a little boy maybe you want to be a little girl what do you think and encourage them to change their sex and why is Disney dying on this hill it's absolutely disgusting and it's because a lot of people have an agenda the average not just Christian, the average American, including Democrats, liberals, uh, are against the idea that that you know teachers uh, would be talking to their kids about their genitals and things of that nature. Their five and six and seven year olds and so forth. And uh, if you know somebody's on the streets and uh, somebody or you meet somebody at a coffee shop or or a restaurant, and they stop talking about your little kid about their genitals. Uh, that person's close to being arrested, hopefully, right? But all of a sudden, it can become legal. Uh, well, teachers are a different breed. They're they're all pure and right. And what what they, it should come from the family values 
uh, that, that we've uh, been given by God in his word as Christians. We should be taking a stand on this. But as you said, Chad, this has been going on for a long time. And I had a, a brother, great brother. I love this guy. And he, he street witnesses and shares the gospel. Brother in our fellowship, uh, you know, Bob, uh, Bob Kincaid, great brother. And he was like, Joe, before the first Marvel came out that we had just done. By the way, just a really interesting. Yeah, you can't just throw that out there. Footnote For people here. that are new, they got to know what we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just a footnote on that. No, it'll make sense to him right now. Yeah, amen. Just a footnote on that is uh, that we've been working on Disney as part of one of our next videos on Marvel, whole section, and this thing just came out. I'm like, the timing's just been incred- incredible. Thank you, Jesus. But Bob had said, he goes, he goes, Joe, I'm so glad you're exposing this, man, and and what's, you know, how these, you know, what's happened with the comics and the comic heroes is. Now they're being used to just, you know, manipulate the kids and so forth. And he says, it's not like when we were kids and I'd be rooting for Captain Marvel, you know, and, and when, when they, they were the good guys. And I said, I said, Bob, man, I go, just to let you know, man, what we're exposing is this has been going on a long time. I said, think about it. Even Captain Marvel, as Christians, we ought not be uh, rooting for a guy who he calls out on, he calls, he used the invocation, which is a diabolical or magical or occult invocation, Shazam, and each letter, S-H-A-Z-A-M. Uh, stands for a different, uh, different God uh, that he calls on for help. The Bible says the gods of the nations are demons, and we're not supposed to be calling on the gods of the nations. We're supposed to be calling on demons, uh, and, and we're supposed to be calling on the Lord God, the one true God, in the name of Jesus Christ, because these demons are actually against him, and many of you have used the name of Jesus when you've been in spiritual warfare, and there's power to his name. And so it's important that we know the same thing's been going on. Marvel is now owned by... Disney, okay, guys. That's why we're doing a thing on Disney with Marvel. One of our whole videos will be Marvel, and it'll have to do with Disney. So this is a very important topic. Yeah, and for you guys who are wondering if you're maybe you're new and you don't know, we actually just came out with our new video, Marvel and DC's War on God, the Antichrist Agenda. And that's actually part one of a seven and really going to be more of an eight or maybe even more part series that we're working on right now. <laughs> so we're excited to be able to share that with you. And hopefully you guys can check that out at MarvelDCExposed.com if you haven't seen it. I know a number of the comments on here, people are really excited about what they were shared on that film. And as Joe had mentioned, what we're going to be going over here is not only, and one of the reasons I love uh, Antichrist Agenda and um, you know Marvel and DC's War on God is the fact that you get to hear from their own words of the writers and the executives mm-hmm. and so forth uh, in the per- in uh, in terms of Disney today because we're going to be playing a clip here in a second so that you can say you know what you guys say they're always about this agenda you guys say they're trying to push this stuff on our children and that's just your opinion this is just a a conspiracy from the oh. right wingers right and that's what they'll say that's a common thing that is said online in fact I found multiple articles about that today while looking through some of this and these videos are somewhat hard to find but nonetheless you're going to hear executives from Disney actually talking about how they are pushing this LGBTQRXTUZ agenda I can always mess that up because they always add one it throws me off but uh, and you guys can hear it yourself right here from the horse's mouth I'm here as a mother of of two queer children, actually, Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and and also as a leader. Um, One of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? That can't be true. And And I realized, oh, 
It, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have to be about gay stories. On my little pocket of like you know proud family Disney TVA. Um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda and I don't have to be afraid to like let's have these two characters kiss let's in the background this like I was just wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like the, if you see anything queer in the show I'm proud of but like I, I just was like no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me no one would stop her. No one was trying to stop her. But I, I kind of want to go at this distinctly a little bit because something that she says there about how they need more gay characters and how all of her children have to be pansexual, trisexual, whatever she's talking about there. And and I really am, am wondering what she thinks when she's saying something like, we really need these gay characters there. If we don't make sure that everyone understands their sexual perversion, really, how can we not have them as a lead until they understand that, guess what? They have a sexual perversion that everyone needs to know about, Joe. And so they're like, it's not just in the background. We need them leading the charge here like X-Men. You know, there's these special powers that they have mm -hmm. and so forth that makes them extra special. But just really interesting to see that line of thinking. Yeah, and when you think about that, these aren't just employees that, you know, help make one film. These We're talking about president. We're talking about, uh, we're talking about the leader of television animation, that last lady, where she's basically saying, hey, nobody tried to stop me. Nobody is stopping me. And I'm putting queerness everywhere. And we've been saying for some time. I mean, I, my children who, you know, uh, Chad's married to my, one of my daughters, uh, they grew up without Disney because uh, that was one of the things that I knew because I knew about Walt Disney, which we're going to get into later. He's an occultist, okay? This is, there's a, been, the spirit world has been using uh, Disney for many, many years. And you uh, have to realize these are people in high places who basically mock uh, Christianity and they're, they're, they're in your face. And she's just saying, I put queerness everywhere. She's basically rejoicing that her subterfuge has gone under the parental radar and nobody has been the wiser for it. And she's deceived a lot of people. But now, guess what? It's not the so, it's now she calls a not so secret agenda. So we just see, say hey, there's an agenda here. Well, guess what, man? The liberals have egg all over their face for saying, oh, there's no agenda. Because they want to believe that we can become gods, that her humans are virtuous, that the heart's not deceitful of all things, desperately wicked, as the Bible says, who can know it? They want to try to present it as though we can have this utopia and so forth. And we're saying, no, the Bible warns that, that innocent children are under attack. And Jesus said, if someone causes one of these little ones to stumble, it's better that a large millstone be hung around their neck and they be thrown in the depths of the sea than the faith that they're going to suffer. There's a real spiritual war here. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principles and powers. It says the rulers of the darkness of this world. That means the darkness that you see in the world, that there is spiritual wickedness in high places that rules over that. That's that's, And we've proven that through Marvel, which is now owned by, as we mentioned, Disney, uh, and the top music genre, or top movie genre in the world now is Marvel. And we've shown where the top writers, we show a couple quotes from both of them in our last movie that just came out where they're both into practicing Satanist Alistair Crowley's magic and in touch with demonic entities and channeling these entities to one degree or another to put out material that's influencing millions of kids. This is, you can't make this stuff up. It's so bizarre, but we've got 
we've got the goods, man. We've been exposing it, and we're going to see more on Disney in a little bit, a little bit later in the show, and his occult roots. No, and it's really interesting because she mentioned specifically the, as you already stated, the not-so-secret gay agenda that she has. And I found it really interesting looking through different articles regarding Disney as a whole because if you guys didn't know, they have a real pedophilia problem over there oh, yeah. at Disney. And a number of their workers, in fact, every single year uh, over the last decade, there's been somebody from Disney caught messing around with little kids over and over and over again. And funny enough, CNN, people juxtaposed two different articles. One, I believe, from 2014, where they were talking about this heinous problem at Disney and how horrible it is. They did a six-month investigation on how all these different pedophiles are coming and messing with little kids. And then now an article came out at the same time saying it's all a right-wing hoax, that really they have no problem. And you could look at the two articles side by side. It's so ridiculous and it's so pathetic, and it just shows you that where their hands are in the pockets there. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a fact that all kinds of uh, several uh, people or employees of Disney have been in, have been arrested for uh, pedophilia, raping kids, and so forth. But what's real apparent, and nobody has to question, you just saw the admission by this, and she's the head of uh, TV animation for Disney, for television. Uh, she's admitted basically raping uh, the minds or project, or what I would call raping personally, uh, the minds of millions of kids' minds, okay? Through propaganda. Uh, this, this is, and this is incredibly wicked because what happens when you start messing with a kid's life and you start making, putting ideas in their head to go a different route than the way God's created them to be, uh, that's perversion, okay? And they're, they're bragging about it. So whether it's the rape of the kid's body or the rape of the kid's mind, which leads that kid to misuse his body later, it's all disgusting. No, it's true. And and this is really, it goes back to the idea of framing one's mind. And this is something that takes place at adolescence. As you said, the law. It's grooming. That, that it's grooming. grooming. Yep. Exactly. And it, and it frames their mind in a way that this is how they begin to see the world because everything around them is pressing them towards this, their entertainment, their school systems. And so That's when, right. could you imagine having this, this uproar? And I'm talking about guys, also those who call themselves Christians, guys like the creator of VeggieTales, Phil Vischer, saying that this is like racism, uh, getting people not to talk about sexuality from ages, from kindergarten to third grade, that a law was written that we're not going to bring this up to children from ages kindergarten to third grade. I mean, the fact that anyone would even argue that is ridiculous. Yeah. And what's sad is we're talking about how terrible Disney is. I mean, how disgusting the agenda that they're pushing forward over and over and over again. They want our kids, man. A lot of those that are arguing for it is because they want access to our kids sexually. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, and whether they know it or not, the fact is, is that the Bible is very clear that the prince of the power of the air is working through the sons of disobedience. And Amen. so they're being used by Satan, whether as pawns or they're really locking arm with him knowing what they're doing, or they're just given over to their disgusting lusts, and now they're using this as a means to really literally groom children, because that's what we're seeing go mm -hmm. going on. But to think of this, we are talking today about the deception, about the deceit, and you got to hear it from their own mouth. Don't think we're just saying that and, and you know, oh, well, that's just your opinion. No, 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 they said it, and you got to hear it. But even the Disney workers, this is how sick it is, they were upset at Disney. In fact, most articles you will find online right now, if you if you type in Disney or gay agenda, whatever, a lot of the articles are the Disney employees saying, Disney, you're not doing enough. So they are foaming at the mouth 
for more and more opportunities for children to be propagated this gay agenda that's not so secret according to their own workers. And I wanted to go through, Joe, succinctly, and I know you got a few that you want to go through as well, but I want to go through succinctly just some films or movies that have been thrown out there by Disney that have pushed a gay agenda either subtly in the background or really when you understand what is being said in the plot really begins that grooming and framing of one's mind in order to accept this as normative when God has made it clear by the conscience that bears witness against us. God has made it clear it goes against our nature, all of these things that they're pushing. So that's why they have to propagate it. That's why they have to continue to lie to you over and over and over again because you've been designed to look at this and see it unnatural. And so I wanted to go over a number of films. Happy Feet is one that... You know, one of the guys in my Bible study group said, hey, have you ever seen this? It's really interesting when you see the agenda coming on behind it. And I said, no, let me see it. And he played the clip for me. And if you guys don't know the plot, Mumble has a big problem. He can't sing a single note. And here's the problem. Mumble needs to be able to sing to find the opposite mate. So he has nothing to find this mate with. And here's one of the things. He also has some interesting feet. So he has a feature about him that's different from everyone else, and he really likes to dance. But the elders say, you can't dance because we have traditions here, and you're going against those traditions. They're mumble, and guess what? Mumble finally converts everyone to realize that there's more to life than what the elders have taught them, and now he's singing and dancing around, not singing very well, but dancing around with his happy feet. And ultimately, most people saw this and said, I see what's going on. I see what you're doing. But because we are getting so normalized with this in our culture, then we see them step up their game a little bit. So instead of just having a subtle understanding of what's going on behind the scenes, then we see a story like Toy Story, right? Where Toy Story did not add a homosexual character until in the background of Toy Story 4, where they put a lesbian couple picking up their child from school in the background. And then we could go to Beauty and the Beast, where we have Lefo, played by Josh Gad, dancing around first with a woman, but then you can see when he dances with another man, he lovingly glares his eye, glares into his eyes like a homosexual male. Then we also have, in the, the recent Jungle Cruise with The Rock, the character McGregor, who has a coming out scene with Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and where he mm-hmm. explains that, once again, he is he is cast out aside because he doesn't fall in love with the women that are given to him in marriage. And then we have, most recently, the movie Turning Red, where Turning Red is already an occultic, demonic, like demonic, dream-filled movie. But also what we have is now 13-year-olds lusting after people in children's movies. So what we're seeing here over and over again is the pushing of the envelope and notice that it always pushes against the word of God. Notice that it always goes against what God has said in his word, that we're supposed to flee sexual morality, that we shouldn't be doing uh, practicing idolatry, praying to demons and so forth as is going on in Turning Red. But then, Joe, I wanted to play this clip too. They'll have it in the background here for me. But in this clip, this was actually in... Avengers Endgame. 
So this was a clip, and I know you'll have a lot to say about this too for a number of reasons, but in this clip, Joe Rousseau actually plays a homosexual man, and it's the opening scene pretty much uh, for Marvel Endgame about what's going on because all these people have died, 50% of the population is gone, and so everyone's depressed. They talk about how we can't go to Mets games, so he's just a normal guy, likes to go to Mets games, and he's out to dinner with a dude. And Captain America gives loving praise and also says this is how we do it. Excited for him for his next date his next day, with yeah. the guy. Encourages him. Encourages him Captain in America, it. of course, because he represents America. You That's know? exactly it's right. acceptable. And it talks about uh, God in the background. You can see it talking about and God Russo and country. Directed, was the director of that film, right? Exactly. So, Joe, yeah, with that, Joe Russo put himself in the film yeah. only here. This is his cameo appearance. Yeah. Is him as a homosexual. It's a it's a strong statement he's making, and as we've you know we had a show a few weeks back, or I should say a few months back, where we showed all these different Marvel and DC characters that have been recently come out as gay. You know they weren't gay in their story arc in the past because it never would have been accepted, but they're pushing the envelope. I mean, right down to I remember when I went through this in church, and I showed a bunch of pictures and so forth, and we hit Aquaman. You know that now Aquaman in in, in you know is, is gay, and so many of the young ladies were like, oh no, not Aquaman. We cover so many of these, and it's like, well, now that now that Disney's running Marvel, you know, uh, it, it's going to be seen more and more. But it's really heartbreaking because the kids are just being, this is being made normal. And you know what? It's been a propaganda piece for a long time. Anybody you disagree with, you call Nazis or you call racists. It's a tired, old, worn-out uh, uh, technique, but Satan still uses it, of course. Pedophiles, you know, the, the guy, the founder of the modern gay liberation movement. We're talking, uh, you know, Harry A here. He was a member of Satanist Alester Crowley's Order of the Temple of the Orient, a uh, 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 sex, you know, cult, right? Practicing Crowley's sex magic to contact demonic entities and, and do sexual practices. And he played piano for the OTO and so forth. And he's called the oldest hippie because he was a hippie, an old man, just grew his hair long and was after the young kids. And guess what? He led the movement, but he was marching with NAMBLA, National Man Boy, Man Boy Love Association with a placard over him, you know. I'm sorry, he was marching in a gay parade with the Nambla placard over him because that's what it's a lot of it's about. A lot of them want the young, want the boys, they want the kids, they want the young girls, or they want to indoctrinate them so they can normalize their own perversions or feel good about it. Uh, it it's absolutely heartbreaking what we see going on here, folks. And, you know, our hearts are broken because when you see what happens to kids that get involved in, when I mean, when you're four, five, six years old and your mom wishes she has a girl and you're a boy, and she starts to put a dress on you, or she says, maybe you like a dress. I mean, what are you saying? This is mom, you know? And, you, and, you, and you're just taught confusion, and she wants to be hip with her friends or whatever, and all of a sudden you're changed to, into a woman, a little girl or a little boy. These kids aren't thinking. I mean, Chad, man, we were little tiny kids, you know, and we weren't, like, thinking all about our sexuality and stuff at five years old, uh, but we were very uh, easily influenced by our parents, and if parents were encouraging us, or teachers now do, uh, to explore... Uh, sexuality. I mean, when this one lady's up there talking about one of her kids pansexual, one of these leaders of Disney, you know, how how did the, did the kid just come up and say, "Mom, you know, I I think I'm pansexual." That doesn't just come to a kid's mind. That comes through indoctrination. That comes, and, and it just uh, just it, it, it literally makes me want to cry. You know, it breaks my heart because uh, a lot of these people that go transgender and have sex changes and so forth, they that's the suicide rate among them. And, uh, is among the highest in the world and it destroys young people and it destroys adults and we're the bible says that god created us male and female in his image 
and that the two would become one flesh, the male and the female would become one flesh, and they'd reproduce according to their kind, you know, not humans with animals. That's why we know, you know, who's to say it's wrong to have sex with animals? I mean, if you just jettison God, you jettison his word out of it, then anything goes, and that's why Satan attacks God's word. That's why we need to be in God's foundation, because the Bible says that the foundations are God, how shall the righteous stand? So we need to stand on, on what the word of God says about creation, about God's order of things, and we need to recognize, as we've been emphasizing, that this is a spiritual war. Part of our show is about dealing with spiritual warfare. And this isn't just some wispy thing going on. This is the stuff that you're dealing with on a nightly basis because the demonic world is running so much of the world. And we're countering it by the Word of God. And we still have an opportunity uh, before things get darker uh, to come against these things. But it's going to come one time where you're not going to be able to see this anymore on, on YouTube uh, in the future. Uh, and we're going to have to go underground more. But right now, when we have the opportunity, we're going to preach the word and not be ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel. No, amen. And we are literally meeting today. And today, the Senate did confirm Kentonji Brown Jackson to be a part of the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land. And this is a woman that, when asked, did not know what a woman was, said she's she not a biologist, so she can't answer that. She said she didn't know. Yeah. And she also, guess what, was somebody that was extremely light on pedophiles. Over and yeah. over again on people that, that download child, child porn. Minimum sentences over and over again. And even was questioned about how they'd ruin their lives and they'd be in jail for, or they'd be in prison for this many years just because they made a decision to click and, and download thousands she of material. She called them the victims, by the way. Yep, she called pedophiles the victims. No, those children that are, that are being used and abused on there are the victims and you are the one not dealing with them swifty, swiftly. Therefore, because of that, now people just continue to do that. When you yeah, have a light says that in the scripture that it actually and perpetuates the problem. Yeah. You don't deal with it. So it's it's yeah. important for us to, to recognize this, Joe. And a lot of people, as you've said, you ran into multiple people, not just Marvel, but I've done the same thing. Yeah. Talking about this, people are mad. People are upset. People that actually care about their children are upset that this got out, that we've found out that this is what their agenda is. Maybe people that have been pushing, no, but you know, it's not that bad, it's okay. And people are saying, well, you know what? It used to be good, Joe. It used to be good. Walt Disney, forget the you know the fact that he you know he, he might have been a 33 degree Mason and all this, you know, a Rosicrucianist and so forth. But Walt Disney had a good heart and all these guys were just doing good stuff, Joe. And you know, I don't know how you can come against the magical kingdom like this, Joe. When with all this stuff going on, Walt Disney seems like such a great guy. What are you doing? Well, uh, Walt Disney was an occultist. Uh, he was involved in the occult. And to me, it's not any wonder that he would be, uh, you know, the leader of the magical kingdom, introducing millions and millions of kids into occult practices. And with many, many parents uh, putting their guard down, thinking, oh, Walt Disney, he's a squeaky clean guy. Uh, you know, he doesn't drink, anything like that. He's so sweet and everything. Because the PR that went out around Walt Disney was they tried to make him this, this super upstanding citizen, which he was not. He was an anti-Semite. Uh, he, uh, he was quite, uh, a lot of thoughts come out on how he treated his employees and so forth, a very harsh man. Uh, but I want to say this, and you know, it wasn't as though he wasn't a drinker either. Uh, uh, he wasn't the paragon of virtue that, that he was painted to be by the media. And a lot of people just put their hands down. And they said, oh, a little bit of magic is no big deal. But as again, not quoting those scriptures or referencing them again, but the scriptures warn uh, that if we open ourselves up to the occult world, the world of witchcraft and magic, 
uh, and we succumb to that, that we won't inherit God's kingdom in Revelation 21.8. I'll mention that one. It says we'll go to the lake of fire. This is serious, serious stuff. And it wasn't just coming from this guy that just had these benign ideas. It was coming from a practitioner of an occult society, uh, which we'll document now, uh, whose mission was to disseminate occult practices and teachings around the world. And he was very successful at that. Uh, it's interesting. I was, And I thought this is very interesting, is... Uh, Anton LaVey, the head of the Church of Satan, uh, in his book, uh, uh, The Satanic Rituals, he talks about when doing satanic rituals, what kind of music to use. And he suggests Modest Mussorgsky or Walt Disney can be your guides, quote-unquote. Well, uh, by the way, by the way, uh, Modest Mussorgsky was a, you know, part of, uh, was done in Fantasia. And it was a musical piece Fantasia there, I think it's the Black Mountain or what have you. And that whole Fantasia thing is really demonic, okay? Where you have Yen Sid, uh, the wizard, and Yen Sid's this, this you know, diabolical-looking, grim wizard, you know? And what a lot of people don't realize is Yen Sid, Y-E-N-S-I-D, two separate words, uh, the way it's written. He was a sorcerer in Fantasia, and when in Fantasia, in the book for, from Fantasia, you know, he's a sorcerer, the magic's in his his, his uh, you know, Merlin-type, you know, sorcerer's hat, which is all over Disney World and Disney and all over Disney movies. It's, it's in a lot of Disney, Disney TV shows where this match, you know, even once upon a time, I think it was episode four or whatever, it becomes this magical relic that you need for power. It sits atop Jensen, and Jensen goes to sleep, and Mickey decides he wants to practice his magic because he's given, he's supposed to sweep up and clean up while he's sleeping. He sticks his hat on, and guess what? The demonic entities, these spirits wreak havoc, just cause all kinds of disaster. Mickey can't control them. And even Satanists, Celestia Crowley, and other Satanists and other magicians will admit that when you open yourself up to these spirits, that uh, you can be attacked. You can, be, you can even go insane. You can commit you know, suicide or what have you. Well, he loses, and that's because they're, that's why they do magic circles and stuff to try to control these entities. We don't have to do that with God because he's a good God and he loves us and he's righteous. But anyway, everything he wreaks havoc. Then guess what? Yensid wakes up from his nap, and Yensid is uh, livid with Mickey, and then he practices the magic as these entities, you know, clean everything up and so forth. Well, we're talking about witchcraft here, but guess what? Yensid is throughout, he makes appearances over and over again in uh, Disney programming. Uh, here's statues of Yensid, uh, you know, at different uh, Disney theme parks and so forth, and his hat is everywhere. Well, guess who Yen Sid the sorcerer is who commands Mickey? That's Walt Disney. In fact, uh, those who drew him up said they made him in the image of Walt Disney. He's the sorcerer. And by the way, and the features that they draw him with are Walt Disney's features. And guess what? Yen Sid, well, Aleister Crowley the Satanist encouraged his followers, his disciples, to learn to write backwards. His sorcerers. Well, guess what? Yen Sid, Y-E-N-S-I-D, is Disney spelled backwards, okay? And it's very interesting because the occult organization, the A-M-O-R-C, uh, the ancient, you know, it's order of the Rosy Cross, right? The ancient mystical order of the Rosy Cross that Disney had belonged to for years is an offshoot or was under the charter of Satanist Aleister Crowley's O-T-O and heavily influenced by Aleister Crowley's O-T-O. You're not going to hear this pretty much anywhere else, guys. And that's why we try to bring you this kind of information because we believe God's call is to expose the works of darkness, 
so that we'll repudiate them and have nothing to do with them. So we, I've, I've, been, I've kept my distance from Disney since the beginning because of knowing uh, certain things like these about him and how Satan works coming out of the occult myself and how the spirit world is very real. Now, it's interesting, uh, the ancient mystical order of the Rosy Cross, uh, if you look at AMRC, AMORC, or Rosicrucianism, that specific branch of Rosicrucianism, which is the more popular term that, from Rosy Cross, if you look up at AMORC, guess what? You'll notice uh, two different prominent members that had been members of the AMORC, including Roddenberry, who started uh, who's star, uh, star Trek, right? And also, you look it up on Wikipedia, even Wikipedia's page has it, Walt Disney had been a member of the AMORC. Now, I think it's very interesting that in, in Satanist Aleister Crowley's, or I'm sorry, St. Santon LaVey's church, the Church of Satan, he wrote the Satanic Bible. I mentioned he talked about using in their Satanic rituals Walt Disney's music from Fantasia. In their book, uh, The Church of Satan, A History of the World's Most Notorious Religion, it mentions different, it's dedicated. This book is dedicated to certain people, Chad, including Robert Knox uh, Hammersley and Walt Disney, who made their packs, end quote. Like I said, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Now, it's very interesting because, uh, and I'm just going to read to you right now. The, 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 object, the objective of the Rosicrucians is to get people into the occult and spread occult ideas and material. Walt Disney did that more than anybody else in America, folks, and around the world through entrapping uh-huh. kids and getting them interested in mysticism. Listen to Encyclopedia. Just says Encyclopedia.com, okay? Uh, under the entry of the AMRC or the Rosicrucian a cult group that he belongs to. And by the way, we're not far from San Jose here in California. It's a few hours from us here, four or five hours. And there they have this AMRC, a Rosicrucian Museum, which boasts more Egyptian artifacts like Horus and others, these demon gods, than any other museum uh, in, in uh, this part of the United States. Okay, And this says of that order, quote, the ancient and mystical order of the Rosy Cross, AMRC, was founded in 1915 by H. Spencer Lewis. Okay, he was the founder in New York City. As an esoteric fraternal order, Lewis was a young occultist who had been associated, listen to this, who had been associated with various British occult orders and who met Aleister Crowley. Lewis early, Lewis's early affiliations uh, with various occult groups, especially the Order Templi Orientis, OTO, that's Crowley's organization, headed by Crowley for many years, is clearly reflected in his frequent inclusions of material from them in the teachings and symbolism of the AMORC. So he brought a lot of Crowley's teachings over into his organization. This is an organization that Walt Disney belonged to, folks, okay? For example, the Rosy Cross emblem was taken from Equinox 3, Crowley's periodical. Uh, that's true. <laughs> and other emblems were borrowed from other issues. Lewis was not above pure plagiarism. It's because these guys are occultists. They have no morals, man. Uh, whole chapters of his mystic life of Jesus were taken from Aquarian Gospel of Jesus by Levi, Levi Dowling. By the way, not to give another video away, but when we do a whole video on, on Wonder Woman, and which started in, the, I think, the 1930s, uh, the guy that was behind Wonder Woman belonged to that, a sex cult and practiced orgies at his aunt's house with three of the women he lived with, including one was his legal wife, because he couldn't have three legal wives, and they practiced these orgies, kept ministers orgies, uh, and they and they read this this particular book by Levi Dowling in 1916. After German OTO split with Crowley over the Book of the Law, it gave its recognition to the AMRC in a document Lewis proudly displayed. So and it's interesting because Crowley said of 
that particular uh, group, the, the Rosicrucians, my own seal appears at the foot. He says, but the demonstration is complete uh, that so far as Lewis has any claim to existence at all, it rests upon my authority. And this is the group that Aleister Crowley belonged to. Yeah, I'm sorry, that Walt Disney belonged to. Walt, Walt Disney. I'll have more to say in a minute. But yeah, no, I'd love to get a little bit of an overview on Aleister Crowley for maybe people that are, we got a lot of n- newer people on here. Some people are yeah. just subscribing. Maybe you guys don't aren't as familiar with Aleister Crowley, Joe, because... For anyone who's seen They Sold Their Souls to Rock and Roll, Ed, you, you become familiar with Aleister Crowley very quickly, or even uh, the, the video that's behind Joe's left shoulder, which is, I hope you can't see it, you see Submerging Shirts on your left shoulder. I got to see it on the video a little bit. Um, but usually you do see our Hollywood's War on God film as well, where you can see who Aleister Crowley is and why he is so prevalent in the culture today, which... You were already exposing that not only in music, but then in Hollywood, and then now through Marvel and DC Exposed, and the Disney. Antichrist agenda. <laughs> and Disney, right? And Disney Talked now. Before, I mean, the, the the fact is, this guy's got a huge footprint. And before we go any further, maybe just give yeah. a quick overview of who he is for people that might not okay, know. Okay, a little maybe two or three minute synopsis. He is the. It was a Satanist organizer who signed his name, the Beast Six Six Six. At the end of his letters, the Beast Six 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 refers to the Antichrist who will oppose Christ at Christ's second coming and bring the world together and enslave them to get them to take his the, the number of his name or his name on the right hand or forehead to buy or sell according to the book of Revelation. Uh, he was a pedophile. Uh, they uncovered uh, uh, at his sex temple there in Sicily. Uh, they uncovered uh, the orgies that he had drawn there that had been covered up by Mussolini and the Italian government there. They uncovered it and they have all these, uh, these action pictures of him with little boys and kids and, and men and women in orgies. Uh, he said, with my pox head, I peck out the eyes of Jesus as he ha- hangs upon the cross. He said he would destroy Christianity. He said he was bringing in the new eon. He believed he was contacted by a spirit entity named Iwas. And Iwas identi- is identified in Crowley's book, Magic, as synonymous with Satan. And that he was supposed to usher in the age of Horus and that we're leaving uh, the Christian age into this new age of Horus, the Egyptian god. Uh, and his symbol was the eye, he used the eye in the triangle, uh, which is, by the way, uh, it is in his seal, or his lamen, or his layman, uh, his official seal, which, by the way, Chad, was borrowed by the AMRC as well. That's one of the things Spencer took over from Crowley's OTO, was Crowley's very seal. In fact, Crowley's slogan was, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. And that was also used, reportedly, by uh, Spencer in the Rosicrucian movement, except not, but hidden from the lower levels, because like masonry, uh, Freemasonry, there's different levels that you move up, but for the higher levels, you would learn, do what thou wilt. Uh, in fact, he said, uh, Spence said that he didn't put it for the younger uh, initiates in the lower grades because it was too, uh, it could be misunderstood, this declaration, do what thou wilt, should be the whole lot could be misunderstood. So Crowley was a Satanist organizer who was trying to bring this new eon of Horus where uh, Satan's kingdom and the, and, and the beast would rule over the world. And in his book, The Book of the Law, he said, the, uh, the few shall rule the many and the known. Isn't it interesting? Very small group at Disney that believe totally different than most Americans and, of course, all genuine Christians regarding sexual perversion and everything, but they're running the whole thing. And it's interesting. That's exactly what Crowley predicted is that these, the, the, the perverts, the Satanists, would be in charge and they'd rule the many and the known. There'd be the Superman of uh, elite occultists who would rule the world. And that's what the Bible says will happen in the end times. 
uh, right before Christ comes back at his second coming. We could say a lot more, but I think that's <laughs> no. kind of, you know. No, I'm glad you did, of, though. No, it's yeah. important because sometimes, because we're so used to everyone being normal on our channel, we talk about these things, and it's so important because many people might have clicked on this, like, hey, you guys are getting on the LGBT stuff, the, the agenda, and we are saying yes, and this all falls in line with the spiritual reality of everything that's going on. Absolutely. And that's why it's important to see that the very foundation of all of this agenda, it's not like it started off good and someone went to the wayside, right? This is already the foundation was built on satanic sand that is now permeating the culture all over the place. People were on here were like, yeah, it wasn't Alicia Kali. The Beatles were a big fan of theirs. If you haven't seen the Soldier Source Rock and Roll, yeah, watch that video. you can see that clip right here on our, on our channel. And the fact that John Lennon literally said that was the entire Beatles philosophy. philosophy that's right. So... It's important for us to, to connect these dots because it's a spiritual reality, guys. If you just turn on you know, your conservative talk radio show and all they hear is how terrible it is because they're pushing this on children, not recognizing... They're missing the big picture. They're missing the big we picture. We agree with a lot of what they say, but they're, if they don't understand from a spiritual perspective that this is a revolt against God and who he is in his kingdom and about establishing a counterfeit kingdom under the coming Antichrist and the coming, coming Babylonian a harlot woman... Uh, who's Crowley also promoted. And and that also just brings me to, to the point that I know he wants to get back to, but that brings us to the point of why we do this. Because it's one thing to stick with exposing the unfruitful works of darkness that we're not supposed to have fellowship with, but it's another thing to then take that and say, I'm not just going to sit there exposing all day, but we need to shine the light of Christ so that Christ will shine in people's hearts because ultimately you can be straight and conservative all the way to hell. Right, But That's we right. want to see people not only stop practicing wickedness and permeating it in our culture, we want to see them come to Christ, recognize their wickedness, and ultimately be saved. Amen, bro. And I'm not sure how much time we have. What do you think? Bro? We got 18 minutes, bro. We have 18 minutes. So let's, let's talk a little bit, just a little bit more about, I, I, I would go way more into what we've just been talking about, uh, but we've really, I think, you know, uh, talked, we've, you know, you can just look up AMRC, like I mentioned, even on Wikipedia Liberal encyclopedias and you'll see that uh walt disney had been a member and i just dove into uh some the satanic connections it's an occult society uh, rooted in occult powers the dark the powers of darkness the bible says you know that there's no difference between you know uh when you talk about witchcraft and the occult the bible puts it all under the banner of satanism amen uh, in fact the bible says that satan transforms himself into a uh, an angel of light Therefore, it's no wonder that his ministers transform themselves into ministers of righteousness. That's why you have to test everything by the word of God. And it's interesting because even Satanist Anton LaVey of the Church of Satan, who wrote the Satanic Bible, founded uh, the Church of Satan, he, he stated over and over again things like, there's no difference between white and black magic. The white magicians that say they're not working with the devil, he said, are basically hypocrites. We're all using the same power. And that's what's going on. That's what Disney's been promoting for years. And I think just in the little bit of time we've had with you guys, if you really, if you paid attention to what we're saying, you, you don't, it, it, we're not talking about a, a guest here and there. Maybe this, maybe that. We're documenting that he was a member of a Rose, the Rosicrucian AMRC who basically was inspired and borrowed from Aleister Crowley's satanic teachings. Uh, it's crazy. And that their whole point was to promote the occult, which is what Disney's been doing for years. Hence what we mentioned at the beginning of the program, that it's not because a lot of Christians are now on the bandwagon saying, oh, I can't look what's happening at Disney. But there's, they're wrong when they say, it used to be so wholesome. No, it hasn't been. So we're trying to get you to see there's been, this, this go, has been going on for years. And, and we've been saying these things for years. But And guess what? Over and over again, whether it was with music, whether it was with Hollywood, 
whether it was with even you know Marvel, which we've just proven recently, or Disney. Guess what? We've been we guess what? Now over and over again, we have people say, "Wow, you guys have been warning about this," but it's so obvious now. Yeah, because what we've been saying, uh, we we have we've always had the facts, but more facts have emerged that have just that are undeniable. Where liberals just have to lie through their teeth uh, to, to get to, to get around it. Just the movie Frozen, oh, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. the first one and the second one. Think about this. In the movie Frozen, which a lot of people looked at as kind of like uh, the X-Men, where they were analogous to people coming out of the closet uh, and their powers were analogous to, you know, uh, you know, don't ask, don't tell. That was one of the phrases used uh, for someone who's in the military, but they have uh, these, these, uh, these powers. And we talked about the directors and one of them who is being charged with pedophilia, one of the main guys, singer, and so forth, and with X-Men. Well, you have the same thing going on with uh, Frozen. A lot of people saw that as an analogy of her coming out of the closet. You know, she's not in the guise, and she comes out of the closet with her occult powers. But whatever that may be, because you could draw different conclusions there, one thing is very clear. Uh, she is uh, defiant. And when you look at the songs, which all kinds of kids, including uh, countless Christian kids, were singing at churches, the lyrics in that song, listen to this, it's time to see what I can do. And she sings to test the limits and break through. No right, no wrong, no rules for me. I'm free. Uh, do you want your little kids singing there's no right and wrong, no rules for me? Mm -hmm. And then you can let them live like that, you know, and just do whatever sexually to whoever and, and as they get older. And then when you think about this, she's actually going up this staircase, she, you know, this frozen staircase, and she's defiant. She's singing, there's no rules, don't worry. And she looks into the heavens like she's defying God. And she stamps her foot, and everything just cracks as though she's God, and she's all-powerful. And you know? could you picture that? I mean, so many of you that, that watch this show and they watch our shows, you have children, or you've had children, and now they're grown-ups and whatnot. Could you imagine your child just stating that to you? You would think, what are you doing? You're There's yeah. no right or no wrong. What are you talking about? If you stick that fork in that light socket, you're going to find out real quick it's electrifying. And so when you tell your kids something so ridiculous, and or if you heard your child saying that, you would bring about correction. But when it's put nicely in a song, Joe, yeah. and it has a nice blonde hair, you know, uh, braided up nicely, yeah. now it's okay. It's There's seductive. no right and wrong, and I'm free to do whatever I want. I can do without will. We, we, you know, I showed this to our the church. We, we did a show on this, you know. Yeah, uh, we we've been worried about this for yeah. a long time, but now they're coming out saying, yeah, we've had an agenda, you know. And yeah, we've been showing that agenda for some time. In fact, when Elsa, uh, you know, she sings that, she does that. But what's interesting, uh, when you have in Frozen 2, you know, uh, you have Elsa or communicating with her dead mom. And then her dead mom lets her know that she's special. Because guess what? She's, you know, as the Ice Princess, or who is she? Well, she's really the fifth element. You're the fifth element of magic, her spirit. And as a fifth element of magic, you're needed to bring the balance to the world. And it's kind of interesting. What's the fifth element about? And what? That's a cult teaching. In fact, that's actually a very big part of Crowley's or Aleister Crowley's occult teaching. Because Crowley taught that there's four elements. But guess who the fifth element was that brings balance to the other elements? In fact, it's interesting. In the book, The Magic of Aleister Crowley, a handbook of the rituals of Thelema, that was his occult group, on pages 52 and 54, Crowley's satanic pentagram is balanced with the fifth element, okay? Which is just quite crazy. Uh, now, it's interesting. Uh, also, Crowley's teaching states, quote, all four elements are present in the world, 
the wand, the cup, and the coins. But Crowley also indicated that the fifth element, so important to alchemy, the quintessence, be represented thus by a winged egg. Now it's interesting because Crowley in his teachings told us who the fifth element is that brings balance to the world. And he says it's Iwas, spelled, I believe, A-I-W-A-S. Iwas, who in his books, as I mentioned earlier, is synonymous with Satan. When he talks about Iwas, he has a footnote in his book, Magic. I've got a ton of his books I got in the past. I was studying these guys, and he says Iwas. He says, basically, he's always been the devil. He's been Satan. And Satan is the fifth element that brings balance to the world. And Satan always wanted to be God, but asked Jesus to bow down before him and give him the kingdom's of the world. He was booted out of heaven because he said he wanted to be like the Most High God. Well, now he's trying to get worship. That's why the occult and sexual perversion and drugs and death and suicide are so prominent in popular music, violence, anti-God, anti-authority, and so forth. Uh, Hollywood and so forth. Hollywood never has been mistaken for a bastion, a bastion of virtue. Uh, Marvel, as we're seeing as well. Uh, Disney. So here in Frozen 2, these were huge movies, some of the biggest Disney kid movies ever. Uh, the fifth element is celebrated and personified in a ice princess. And in the occult, it represents for many occultists the power of Satan himself. So uh, there has been this indoctrination. There's things I want to say right now that I'm holding back only because I'm not going to show uh, a lot of really crazy things that I'm holding back for our uh, Marvel video uh, that'll be coming out. And uh, we've got two coming out almost back to back. Three, really. Three by hopefully near the end of the summer. Uh, we'll see if that happens right into the fall, October, November. Three new ones, hopefully. Pray for us. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but pray for us. But one of them is on, on uh, Marvel and Disney, and that we're working on right now. And uh, if I don't want to share that all with you now, we'll share more of that when we actually are putting that out and before it comes out, because we'll do a podcast out on it as well. But I've given you more than enough information to know what's going on and to warn those you love to check out this show, uh, tag people with it, uh, link, give people links to this. Uh, because right now you have not only Christians, but you have a lot of just conservative people that are like, what is going on here? But we let them know what's really going on. We let them know that, you know what? The big picture is that there is a revolution. There's an assault. There's a satanic war, spiritual war, the Bible talks about, against God. You know, Jesus said, he that's not with me is against me. He that gathers not with me scatters abroad. Jesus said that Satan three times, he called him the ruler of this world, this world system that's fallen and anti-God. The Bible says that we know that we are of God in 1 John 5, 19. Christians, we know that we are of God, but the whole world is under the power of the evil one. The Bible says that Satan, the devil, deceives the whole world. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. The scriptures are very clear that he's going to his demise. The scriptures tell us that he will be thrown into the lake of fire, along with the beast and the false prophet who deceived the world at the end of this age. They'll all be thrown alive into the lake of fire. Now, what's important to understand is that we have to say, who are we with? Because these lives we live, Chad, are very temporal. They're very quick. And we, the Bible says our lives are like vapors. Compared to eternity, our lives are a blip compared to eternity. And you want to make sure that you are right with God before you face God in eternity. And the Bible says that everyone will stand before God to give an account for their lives. And the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 20, Chad, right after it says that Satan, in verse 10, was cast in the lake of fire just like the beast and the false prophet had been earlier. In verses 11 through 15, who's, anyone whose name is not found written in the Lamb's book of life and the lamb is, is, a, 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 is, is a reference to Jesus because he's the lamb of God. He's also the, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah, but he's the lion of the tribe of Judah in that he created the entire universe, right? He's a consuming fire, but he's also the lamb of God because he's love and he became a man and like a sacrificial lamb, he laid down his life and died for the sins of the world. 
The Bible says he's not only the payment or propitiation for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. So Jesus died for you. He paid for your sins. Uh, if you accept what he did for you on the cross, you, you can have eternal life. If you repent, you say, hey, I'm going to embrace Jesus. If you reject him, you'll die in your sins. And everybody knows deep down, if they're honest, that they've broken God's moral law. We all have a conscience, unless we, we can sear it, but we still have it. You can, the Bible says you can sear your conscience. But if we're honest, we'll say, man, I've broken God's law. I haven't always told the truth. I've taken something that belonged to me sometime in my life, right? I've had evil thoughts. I've had sexual perverse thoughts. Or I've, I've, I've you, know, uh, you know, used God's name in vain. Or I've put something before God. If you don't know God, you're an idolater, the Bible says. What's idolatry? To put anything before the one true God. And the Bible says that Jesus died for all the sins we committed. He paid the penalty you and I deserve on the cross. He suffered a hell-like uh, judgment on the cross. And the Bible says hell, there'll be, there'll be thirst that's never satisfied. On the cross, Jesus said, I thirst. The Bible tells us that God's wrath will be poured out on those in hell. The judgment they deserve, the just judgment says people will be judged according to their works. They won't get any more than they deserve. Well, guess what? God's judgment fell on Jesus. It says they'll be out of darkness in hell. Well, guess what happened with Jesus? It says it became black. It became dark, you see. And in that state, and he was he, he suffered some kind of separation from God. The scriptures talk about those who are in hell will be separated from God forever. That's all love. That's all life. That's all goodness in eternal darkness and being in torment and flame. Horrible place to be. You don't have to go there. The good news is Jesus suffered on the cross in your place. This Friday, we celebrate Christ's crucifixion. This Sunday, we celebrate, uh, 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 I'm sorry, this coming Friday, the one after the one coming up, we celebrate his crucifixion. Then that subsequent uh, Sunday, which is two from now, one and then two, we celebrate his glorious resurrection because he conquered the grave. He defeated death. He defeated Satan. He defeated the grave. He defeated hell on the cross for you and for me. The Bible says when he appeared to John on the Isle of Patmos to give him the book of Revelation, Revelation 1, 17 and 18, John fell down because Jesus' face shined like the sun and all of its strength at noon. He fell on his face like a dead man and Jesus put his right hand upon him. He said, fear not. I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore and have the keys of Hades and death. He's given us victory. You can have victory through following Christ. If you reject him and say, man, I want to do my own thing. I don't care how conservative you are. I don't care what you know. If you reject Jesus Christ, decide not to follow him and want to be your own God, do your own thing, well, then you'll suffer for your own sins for eternity and you'll be separated from God forever. But we love you. We This whole show is not about just saying, hey, watch out for this and watch out for that. That's part of it. But it's mainly about this. We want you to know the Lord Jesus Christ. We want you to be saved. We want you to have a relationship with him. We want you to have a relationship with the Father who sent his Son in the world. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. The, only, the reason he's the only way to the Father is because he's the only one who's paid for your sins. He's the only one that can present you blameless before God because you're forgiven. So we love you, we encourage you right now to turn from a life of rebellion against him and repent and put your faith in Jesus Christ and receive the free gift of eternal life through trusting Jesus who died for your sin, rose again, and who will come into your heart, come into your life, if you simply receive him. The Bible says as many as received him, he gave the right to become the children of God. And Jesus said to the church at Laodicea, who had become lukewarm and fallen away, he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens up to me, I'll come into him and sup with him and he with me. And that's not just the church of Laodicea. He goes on to say, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. If you have an ear, you can accept Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior too. And Chad, the God's word says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. saved. 
It says, if you believe in your heart that God rose from the dead, him from the dead, and you confess him as your Lord, your, ma- your master, guess what? If you confess him as master or Lord, you shall be saved. Don't wait until it's too late, man. Please, because eternity is way too long. We love you guys. And God bless you guys. Now. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.